Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. This is exciting being back. It's also exciting because I feel like we have gained experience, even though we haven't, because we've never been in a studio and yeah, we've only been doing it one semester, but it's actually quite exciting. I mean, welcome back to semester two, everybody. To the substitute therapist. And now they're back. (laughs) The substitute therapists are back on Fuse FM. I know. Imagine, imagine if we haven't come back. What would we do without our therapy sessions each week? I actually don't know what I do. Just. I've missed them. I've missed them. Mm -hmm. How long has it been? Two months? Yeah, it must have been. Maybe longer. Maybe now. But um, yeah, and we're back. We're back for an hour rather than an hour and a half. And we are on Saturdays from three to four. So slight change in the schedule which is exciting, but we still have loads of different topics which we've brought semester to, and we want to hear about what all of you guys want to do as well. Um, We really want to keep the conversation going as we did last semester, and you guys were so good in interacting with our Instagram account and our polls. Callum put up loads of polls. He kind of takes over the social media side of stuff, and yeah, you guys were so good in kind of getting involved with the conversation. We want it to be a conversation. It shouldn't just be us blabbling on, even though it is a free therapy session for us. It shouldn't just be that. We really hope that it is more than that and that people feel like they can talk and use it kind of as a way to open up or say their opinions and talk about what is such an important conversation to be having, especially within lockdown number three. Third time lucky, eh? Better be. Better be. I know. Lockdown number three is is proven more challenging than previous lockdowns, I think. Um, But I'm sure we can talk more about all that. But just to reiterate what you said, it's, I think we're so fortunate to be back in semester two, because I think something that we were like really passionate about was like, we felt like so many people were involved in this conversation and like this like place for like, an hour or an hour and a half where we could like openly and honestly talk about mental health. Um, and it's always easy to start that conversation. I think it's harder to carry on that conversation and make sure it continues to happen. So I think we're very fortunate and we're very lucky that we're here, even if it's just an hour, It's that's still an hour where we can talk honestly and openly. And there's so many things that we want to talk about and that we want everyone else to be involved in as well. So I think it's really exciting and we're really lucky to be given this platform again yeah I think we're so lucky and I think we're so lucky that we have views who've been so understanding I know that we were actually meant to be on for two hours on Saturdays but this week in typical poppy fashion I had a massive freak out as I do often I have like days where I'm completely fine and so positive about life and think I'm boss and everything and then I have days where I completely freak out and just lose faith in myself completely and especially because it's our final semester of final year got dissertations coming up we've got like our final modules to actually finally give it that push to get good grades and the grades we want to get and uni isn't everything but it's obviously put a lot of pressure off on us and it's going to be putting a lot of pressure on us this semester so during my freak out I kind of freaked out and didn't think we could do the two hour slot because on top of all the uni work I just didn't think that we could manage it and obviously it's such an important conversation to keep having but I think that's a really good example of actually knowing your limits and being able to do something really positive but just limit how much you do of that and just try and find a bit of a healthy balance and we're so lucky to have views who are so understanding and we're able to accommodate our needs even though we were really lucky to have that support and it's so nice to see students supporting students and just everyone being so kind. Absolutely and I think there's so much that we can talk about and that's something that I think will be really integral to our conversation today. But I think to start off this semester, let's start off with some good positive vibes. And this song literally just screams positive vibes to me, like just nothing but positive vibes. And it is First Time by M22 and Medina. If you want me to, we can do it all Again, I've never heard this song. I can't believe it. I, I, I need to follow you on Spotify because I actually don't know enough of your tunes. And every time you bring a tune and say, 
oh, it's got positive vibes. It's a banger. And I wish I'd known it. It does. Like, I can just, it just makes me smile. This is the song that, like, it will just bring a smile to my face. It just, like, radiates positive energy. And I'm just like, do you know what? I'm feeling good after that. I am feeling good. Tell you what, I didn't, this is awful. And this is like number one of not what to do if you're presenting a radio show. I didn't bring these songs to the session. So I've just gone on my Spotify. I think I was just so excited about talking again and having this chat and like, obviously we've chatted a bit, but just getting back on it. And I've actually been excited about opening it rather than arguing about, it's your turn to open it. It's your turn to open it and getting awkward. It's actually just really exciting. And um, I think I've really missed it. But um, a song that I've actually just glanced down on, which I think is same good vibes, but I think is really interesting, kind of because it relates to how much work I've been feeling I have on at the moment. It is 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. iconic iconic love you dolly um how have you been how was how was christmas how was january just in general before we talk about what we're doing now and what's coming up how have you been this is such a weird one i feel like if it's so weird talking about christmas because it feels so long ago but actually nothing's really happened so that's the only thing you can really talk about like nothing's happened since then so Christmas is like the last big thing that anyone can talk about because everyone else like has been isolating and lockdown so there is nothing going on but yeah Christmas Christmas was good I actually had a nice Christmas it was a bit typical dramas coming out of Christmas a couple of hospital visits (laughs) just one (laughs) um but yeah just typical like stuff goes wrong at Christmas I had a Christmas Eve Christmas Eve Christmas Eve cry, as I like to do every year, which isn't a bad thing. It's just a release of emotion. Just the pressures of Christmas got to me a bit. I took myself outside, had a five-minute cry, which sounds a bit sad, but I think it's good. A little release of emotion stops stops feeling overwhelmed. It's good to just have that little outlet. And then, yeah, I went back briefly um, and then came back up here. I've been up here for ages. I feel like I didn't really get as much of a break as I would have liked over Christmas because we obviously had deadlines still for semester one after Christmas in January but the week we had after semester one ended and then before semester two I actually really really liked because I there was literally nothing that anyone could do because you didn't have any work um so it was actually really nice I think that was felt more like a bit of a time off than Christmas did actually um yeah it was nice it was nice as it could have been during lockdown I felt very fortunate to be able to see my family um what about you christmas itself was lovely it was just chill but i feel like i led myself into a false sense of security i was like just chill like have a good time like and it was nice and it was lovely and we did like we had like as much christmas like festivities as you could like last christmas and and the new year was lovely and I had like drinks with my family and like got a bit too tipsy. And then we had that family quiz where people were like, stop shouting out the answer. Like, no, this is the answer. Like, and all that kind of jazz. And then I came back to uni on um, the 4th of January. I came back the morning of the 4th of January and good old Boris later on put us in a lockdown that night um but then I I think when I came back to uni I was like back to reality like that I just like kind of I was away from Manchester and I was away from uni so I was like oh this is this is all like clouds and sparkles and rainbows and everything's amazing and I came back to uni and it was like actually you've got five deadlines you've got um (laughs) dissertation that you need to be doing and um I um, I did my PGC application um, and I, I've gotten to a PGC course, so that's something good. So um, I will be referred to as Mr. Jackson come September, so just so you all know. Um, but no, I think, 
yeah definitely I think as soon as I came back to Manchester it was actually like it came back to reality and there was about two to three weeks where actually like I just I was overwhelmed with so much work and everything was going on and I remember I had like um two essays due on the same day and I was like oh so it was a lot but I'm through it and I'm getting results back through now and I'm kind of pleasantly surprised and happy with the results that are coming through so all good vibes um but yeah that's where I'm up to now and I'm in second semester doing kind of like hey hoing my way through second semester because I'm like I've got all these modules to be doing and I'm very cautious that I've got a 10 to 12,000 dissertation due in about two months and I'm like Ew. yeah I think the re reality is definitely setting in it's so difficult man it's so difficult I feel like it's such a whirlwind as you were saying like it is just one day you feel on top of it and then one day you're like yeah no I've done nothing with my life I'm awful I'm gonna fail I've done absolutely nothing like and all these negative thoughts and it is just trying to find those like it's so it's about structure isn't it that everything just does creep up on you and I genuinely feel at the moment like I just don't have enough hours in the day to do everything which is mad like I, I do think I never thought the idea was going to be this much work I genuinely don't think I was ever prepared for uni to ever be this much work because everyone gives this perception of uni of like yeah you just have fun like uni doesn't really like it's easy just like have fun with your mates party and stuff and then A, it's different because we're in lockdown. <laughs> and B, the idea is hard. It is hard. And I'm, I feel really lucky because the modules I'm doing this semester, I, it doesn't feel like work in a way because it's a lot. And also I think there's a pressure because it's a lot of work to do. But I am really enjoying it. So I am really lucky in that sense. But yeah, nothing really prepares you for it, I don't think, at all and it's such a difficult one to navigate day to day because you're just it can be such an up and down experience and like to try and remember to also just give yourself a break which I think is such such a tough one because uh, like me I'm sitting here saying there aren't enough hours in the day and then I'm saying oh also add in like a couple of hours here and there where you can go on a walk or do something for you and it's like mm, how does that make sense but I think it is still really important to just try and if that means waking up an hour earlier even if you hate doing it but to read a book go on a walk with a mate um I think it is so important it's so important to get out of the house and the weather is getting nicer as well which is bringing so much joy to my life um yeah I don't know how you feel about like how best to navigate the semester especially because for anyone out there who's doing a dissertation and trying to battle with kind of doing that and also it being locked down and kind of the pressures and time management I think my biggest um and this is like something I reflected upon myself I get into my head and I'm like oh, I've got to do this all by myself I like take the burden of everything and I'm like oh I've got all these essays to do by myself I've got a dissertation to do by myself I've I, I need to do this I need to do that and I put it all on my own back and like I carry the burden of that all and then the other day I, I remember I laid on my bed and I literally just like felt like I just like had a complete breakdown like I'd held all this stuff in and it all just came out I was like I've got a dissertation due in two months I'm graduating in four months and it, this was at the point where I hadn't heard anything back of like my PGCE like application so I was like I don't even know if I'm doing anything in September like will I be going home am I staying in Manchester what's going on like and I just I just like I do it quite often I carry the burden of everything on my shoulders and I think it's so important to like allow other people to help you because there are people that want to help you and like um I remember I was literally just after my like complete meltdown in my bed and like I was crying and like I just let it all out my housemate came in after and was like are you all right and I was just like no not really and then I spoke to her and then um it just speaking to someone about it and like I was holding all these things in and I was like getting worried about everything and I was like how do I juggle this and I juggled that and like I felt like it was all my response and then just speaking to someone through it and them offering you a bit of advice like let's let's do this let's focus on this first like let's talk to someone about this and then let's figure out how to manage this and there are people out there that want to help you do to do that and then with the dissertation I was like oh this is completely all me like me 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 um and then like I was just like do you know what 
no, I'm going to message my dissertation advisor and just say, look, I'm, to be quite honest, I've had a bit of a, like, I've frozen, I don't know what I'm doing. And um, I'm really fortunate, actually, that my dissertation advisor is really, like, really um, proactive and, like, he's really... If you if you need if you need something right let's have a zoom call let's talk about this let me like try and help you and let me at least try and help you navigate that so i'm very fortunate that i've got that kind of support from lecturers um so i think yes this even if you're like first year second year third year anything this semester is always like a lot going on because you're thinking like i've got all these assessments and then i've got like summer like what what am i doing like i don't you may have a house sorted or you may like be in the finalization of having a house sorted so there's so much going on and it's easy sometimes to think oh i've got to carry all this burden by myself like i this is my responsibility like, i've got to do this but um i think a way to navigate it and a way to like help you navigate it and see how you navigate it is talking to other people allowing other people to help you because there are so many people out there that want to help you and i always say to myself oh no i'll do it i'll do it by myself but then I'm the first person to be like to someone, you don't need to do it by yourself. Like, I'm here to help you. Like, let me help you. But no, just allowing other people to help you and not keep everything in by yourself and not carry the burden of everything is my top tip for this semester. Yeah, I think it's so important because sometimes you do get in your head that to be more independent, do it on your own. It's like you're doing a better job or it's more rewarding because you're just doing it on your own. But actually, no, it's stronger sometimes to ask for help and know when to ask for help. And what you were saying about lecturers as well. All my flatmates used to take the piss out of me first year and second year for going to the lecturers and having one-on-ones with the lecturers. But I was like, they're there to help. Like, they are, we are paying for our education. Extortionate amounts, may I say, considering the situation, but that's a whole other kettle of fish. But we are paying for their help. They want to help. They are there to talk to you. They'll, they'll appreciate you picking their brains on the subject. That's what they, like, want. That's what they specialise in. And... It's so important to talk to your lecturers and kind of share the work with them, check in with them, make sure they know how you're doing. And like I was talking to my academic advisor the other day, and um, it's obviously really helpful to talk to lecturers, really kind of academic work. But I was talking about my plans for after uni and you've got your PGC, which is amazing. And it's so exciting. I'm so, so glad that you've got it. Um, I need to stay in Manchester so I can be with you. Um, but I was talking about just kind of the pressures of after uni because I don't get how anyone on top of third year semester two and doing a diss finds a job I don't know I don't know how you've done what you've done I don't know how anyone does it because already I've got so much on that I couldn't even begin to think about like I've tried but it's it's impossible and talking to my academic advisor I actually realized that I don't want a job straight after uni and that's so weird for me to think because I always thought I'd be straight into a job like I like to be really proactive and keep myself busy but actually just realizing I need a break I really need a break and I just need some time off I need to chill not do work I need to travel if we're allowed to travel I need to just focus on myself and actually giving myself a breather and being able to just wake up and not have this intense day which of course, I love to an extent, but I think it's also really important to know when you need to take a break. And society does really push us to get straight straight into work, do this, do that, stay proactive. And actually, you sometimes do just need to listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to yourself. And for me, that just felt like the best thing to do for me. And my academic advisor was like, I came to her looking at these internships. And I was like, oh, should I apply to this, apply to this? Starts like as soon as my degree ends. And she was like, do you want to actually do that though, Poppy? And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, but you just said you want to go traveling, you want to chill, you want to get a bit of work experience here and there. So why are you even thinking about applying to these internships? And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Like I literally, I shouldn't have even been looking at them because I was just putting that pressure, which society does put so much pressure subconsciously on us to just always be going after the next thing and keep up the pace. And actually this, I think that's one good thing which has come out of COVID is actually people realizing they need a break and realizing that they need to take care of themselves a bit better and not always just let work overrun your life. Um, that would be my advice is to listen to yourself and just have a think and not be pressured. And I know that's so difficult, but I think it's really important to just listen to yourself and your body and 
talk to academic advisors they're meant to be there to care for you and be there for you and if you have parents and maybe pushing you in a certain direction they are like really good people and subjective they can tell you from a really good position what like what it sounds like you want to do and give you a really 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 good advice and supportive advice I think also that's really important what you said like how we're both doing different things post uni but we've got to a point where like we're happy with what we're going to do now and that is what we're doing and that's where we're progressing to and it's so important to remember that every single person is experiencing this differently like we we're all going on our own path and we've all got different end goals and we've all got different midterm like goals that we're working towards and it's easy to look into like oh this, oh they've got that sorted for after you like I've got nothing like what what's got like I need to find something it's so easy to like compare your situation to someone else's situation but it's so individual and so arbitrary so like like you said just focus on yourself listen to yourself what do you want to do like what is what is going to make you the happiest when you leave uni what is going to benefit you the most is that going straight into something or is that taking a year taking two years out and focusing on yourself so I think it's really important to recognize that what you're going through is so unique and so individual to you and not to make them comparisons to other people or other people's situations because amazing they're doing that after uni that's great for them but we're completely different people and we're on completely different paths I think the comparison thing is just it happens everywhere in life and society makes us have those insecurities and compare ourselves to other people like whether it's Instagram or social media to jobs hitting people against each other to do the best and it's so difficult that is literally in every aspect of life and it is just it came up in my I had therapy today actually I've just started with the amazing 42nd street I really highly recommend it um and I'm in my second session at the moment and yeah we were talking about comparison and comparing yourself to others which you're bred to do as a society they, everyone is pushed to compare themselves to others constantly and it's just actually about just trying to find what's right for you and especially upon leaving uni I do think there's such a big pressure but Covid has messed up a lot of people's plans and in one way that's awful because I, some people are probably so were so set on what they wanted to do and had really big hopes but actually it's quite good to sometimes take a step back and just double check that's what you want to do and in your case follow it through and know that's exactly what you want to do or in my case take a step back and actually think what do I want to do or do I want to take a breather um, or maybe just hold off for a year and then go after your dream job with a little bit more experience or a little bit more foresight into what you're getting into and what kind of exactly it is you want to commit yourself to eventually um, so I think that's one of the plus sides of this whole year of a lockdown which is well it's not a full year of a lockdown but you get what I mean it's been going on for a while and I think as well that's so important like like you said comparisons happen all the time and I think especially for like uni students and like even people in their 20s or early 30s there's this whole sometimes there's this idea like I need to do this by the time I'm this age and this by the time I'm that age like or I have to have a home by this age, I've got to like have this job settled down. But like, even like throughout your twenties and your early thirties, like there is no time limits on anything in life. You don't have to do anything by this certain point in your life or at this age, like just always remember like you're going through life in your own pace at your own. You've got different goals, you've got different milestones, you've got different stepping stones to other people so I think that's really important like of course comparisons are natural I sometimes look at people that I went to school with and I'm like oh they've got their own house they, they're like starting a family like and I'm still in uni like what but then it's also important to remember that's we've gone on different paths and it's no, no right path no path is the right path or no path is the wrong path it's your path and make it how you make it I think it's really interesting what you're saying about time because I'm all for what's come across in my whole time management to-do lists and stuff. But I think the reason I do to-do lists and not timing out like my day is because you can't structure it down like that. Like things don't go to plan. You can't do 
exactly from 8.30 to 9 something because you could go over by one or two minutes. And I used to do that with Virgin for GCC and be like, oh, it's one, one minute past nine. Can't do it till 10 now. And it's just, you can't be that structured. And you're talking to the queen of someone who's had her whole life planned out, think it's going to be a certain way. And already not getting a job after uni, it's not panned out at all, how I would have thought. And for so many people, it hasn't. And I guess in one hand, expectations have been let down but on another hand actually it's it's been a really massive learning curve and I'm definitely still not the most spontaneous person ever and timings do stress me out to an extent but I think it has been good in that sense of kind of re-evaluating stuff and putting stuff into perspective and realizing that life doesn't always go accordingly to plan and you don't have to have this kind of yeah comparing yourself to others and set record of how your life is going to go Definitely, I definitely picking up on that. I, I think, if COVID and lockdown and being told that I can't go out and do these things has taught me anything, I used to go through life and I was like, I want to have my own house. I want to be settled down. And I want to start having a family at this age. And like, if lockdown has taught me anything, and coronavirus and this pandemic has taught me anything, it's quite frankly, I am not ready to stop enjoying the the, the freedom that we have the freedom that we did have and like it's made me reevaluate that actually maybe I want to delay them things later and I want to just completely do and it's completely okay to like change like your mindset and like this is where I'm heading this is where I am and they're going to change all the time it's not something that's always permanent there so that's really important I think that's a really good thing to always keep in mind as well and with that, I thought I'd play a song. This literally just, it, our talk reminded me of a song. And I really hope that after, I think COVID has given some sense of clarity to quite a few situations. And especially after it's over, I think, after we've come through this really dark and horrible and really difficult year, I think even more so this song is this is the message of the song that's relevant. But I think actually COVID has given time of reflection and time to think and time to kind of, focus on self-care which I think is a really positive step in the right direction of how we move forward as a society and kind of talk about mental health so I thought I'd put on the song I Can See Clearly Now by Johnny Nash I can see clearly now the rain is gone or have we already had it on the show if we've already had it on the show, we're having it again because it's a banger of a song. <laughs> we have had it on the show, but it is a banger and I love it. And I think for the exact same reasons that you do. So as ever, we've put some polls out on Instagram because um, we are obviously really invested in you guys being involved in this discussion as much as we are. And as ever, you guys have been amazing with the responses. Um, and I think our first poll was just kind of what we've already been talking about today, Poppy. It's just our a few words, a few sentiments about how we're feeling about the upcoming semester. And um, needless to say, the responses are quite similar in the sense that there's a lot of stress. Um, the word stress comes up a lot um scared the dissertations coming up um and there was one drained as well came up quite a bit and i think they are completely normal and okay and understandable feelings to be thinking and feeling at these points because i feel like that i'm quite daunted and scared at the prospect of a massive dissertation and so many assignments and balancing that work I think is a very daunting and scary um time at the minute um did you have anything to say about that whole poppy yeah no I was gonna say exactly reflected what I was talking about at the start of this um show about how I kind of was starting this semester two biting off a bit more that I can chew and realized actually you just need to give yourself that break and give yourself a bit of space and it's daunting it's daunting starting a semester because I feel like at the start of anything you want to be kind of in control and you want to have a plan but actually <laughs> life just doesn't work like that 
and you can't always have a plan and stuff rolls on to especially with our semester dates like we always have semester one stuff due in kind of right before like in January so you kind of start the new year not even starting the new semester so there's kind of like an overlap of things and if you have extensions and stuff that means there's an overlap and yeah I think it's completely normal to start a semester not feeling the greatest especially I think a lot of the students who replied to our polls were third year students as well um and yeah one one reply said that in response to the what are your feelings towards dissertations and long essays someone just said so time consuming never know where to start planning seems impossible and it is I think it's just starting that and it's just trying to get yourself into the headspace and like at the start when we were meant to be doing the show for two hours I then realized actually I just I need to say now before I get too into it and I need to it's just starting something and it's just now that we've started it now that I know that we can do an hour slot and be fine it's fine and that once you like get going on something I think that's fine as well I've actually start I've planned part of my dissertation because I'm doing a dissertation with practice and it is just getting the ball rolling I think and it is so time consuming but I think you just have to trust yourself at the end of the day I've had days this week where one day I felt completely fine and like trusted myself and been like yeah I can do it and then like like I was saying earlier in the show I've had days where I really feel hopeless and feel like I'm useless and feel like I don't have enough hours in the day and actually you just do have to trust yourself and trust that you've got the support and as you were saying talk to the right people share that burden and don't just kind of struggle on your own I think what you were saying was really important I think you're quite important and a good example to use that this is the perfect opportunity and the right time to think about what's coming up and know your limits and know how much you can take on and don't take on more than you feel like you can because quite often we say yes to everyone and we're like yeah I can do it I can do it and then in a few weeks or a few days or however long down the line it's actually it doesn't quite work out like that and it can mount up more pressure so just be very cautious of the position that you're in and everything that you do always make sure am I able to do this can I do this and is this going to be detrimental to me because the most important thing is just allowing yourself to be able to do what you're saying your what you're saying yourself because I mean we all want to do as much as we can but there's limits on this and it's limits on us and it's very important that we know them limits and we're okay with them limits and we look after ourselves within them limits so I think you're a very good example of knowing how much you can take on and being very cautious of that and setting yourself them goals and them um them tasks that you are able to complete <laughs> I feel like you say I'm good at it and then behind closed doors I'm just there like <gasps> freaking out but no one sees that and or I just post yeah it on Instagram <laughs> one 100% and that's not saying like saying oh I know how much I can chew off doesn't therefore make everything else a lot easier it's just I just know that I can't do this and I have to like channel my energy into these other things which of course I'm not going to be the easiest and like when you come to that you still need to work on that but I think you're a good example to say actually I know that I've got to put a lot of energy into something else and I can't take so much on is kind of the route that I was going down I think it's really good that what there was one response which kind of reflected what we were talking about earlier on um which said it's enjoyable when you do it in small sections at a time I think that's a really crucial thing with kind of time planning and people are saying they feel really overwhelmed but it's just to try and think really like small and think per day or think per half day and not overwhelm yourself like of course be be wary of the deadlines you have in a couple of months or so but take it day by day and just because I have such different different days like I can have a really the best day of my life feel so good feel so productive and the next day feel awful and I think it is just taking it day by day and knowing that at the start of each day just seeing where you're at and just looking after yourself and not putting too much pressure on kind of oh, this is what's going to happen in a month this is what the deadline I've got then just kind of structuring it and doing small sections at a time and kind of mixing it up I'd be mixing it up so there was a one of our lecturers actually did a workshop for the for a dissertation um for our dissertation project and he was saying how kind of you should know what work you can do for like the different states of mind you're in so like know which work you can do when your mind's not really in 
the mood to work or you're a bit tired or you know you're not going to give 100% and that could be like a bit of reading or if you have to watch something or just take some notes but if and then like save certain work like writing or actively having to do an essay for when you know that you're going to have like that boost of energy so it's, it, I think that's really good it's like basing it on day by day how you're feeling doing small sections at a time kind of mixing it up when you feel like you're getting like too overwhelmed by one one module or one piece of work I think it's just trying to find that balance which is so difficult and it's, it's unique to each individual I guess definitely and I think talking about that balance I think quite a lot of these polls kind of like intertwine with each other and I think that balance links into we put a poll out and it was like do you feel as though the boundaries between academic life and personal life are blurred at the minute and overwhelmingly the um, response yes it was 94% said yes and I think that's again I when I I feel like my academic life and my personal life are blurred and I kind of feel like a big part of that is because my academic life at the minute is in my bedroom I do my work from my bedroom like I'm doing lectures from my bedroom so there is that blurring of like academic life and personal life but I think it's definitely something that I need to like just take that step back and be like I have like I have to channel my energy into all these academic things but I can't overwhelm myself with that like I can't I can't push myself to the very limit before I'm like do you know what I actually need a break I need I need to find that balance and it's not it's not easy to find that balance and I at the minute still don't have that balance and it's something that I'm working on but it's definitely you definitely need to take that and I think it's easy, like, if just just to stop everything and then evaluate what's going on and figure out. I need, I do need to do this, but I also need to have time for myself. I need to watch a movie or something. I need to like just completely take my mind somewhere else, which is so e- much easier said than done. And you could sit and watch a movie, and actually, you'd be thinking in the back of your head, "I have a dissertation due in two months." But I think it's just being mindful that yes it's very academic this semester but you're still a human being you're not a robot that's run to do uni work all the time so I think it's very important to find that balance and even that being said like again linking into other polls I think that links into how helpful are the uni at the minute how helpful are they in their job how helpful are they in what they're doing and we put a poll out that said do you think the uni are becoming more proactive in regards to students' mental health? 100% of the poll was no. And that is very telling of the state. I don't know whether that's very telling of what the unis are doing at the minute or whether it's very telling of the lack of trust in these institutions, which we have spoken about so many times. People just don't trust the unis anymore. People don't trust the sincerity of their actions, if there are any actions. But then I also feel like what actions are there it kind of feels like we've come back after after Christmas and it's like okay like everything should be fine then like I hope you've had a lovely Christmas so I think that's very telling and I think it's a sad state of affairs and I think that is definitely something that we will continue to talk about in the rest of the weeks yeah and it's so sad to see I mean it's not surprising I'm not surprised 100% said no I think the uni have done a few things but then the fact that there's now a vote for a vote of no confidence um, being held, I think it's on March the 8th for Nancy Rothwell kind of sums up the year. Like the fact that this is happening, and I think this is like the first time it's happened. I've never heard, certainly never heard of it happening in the whole of kind of my time growing up at any university. And the fact it's happening in this year, out of all the years it could be happening, really shows how awful the whole situation has been handled and how poorly students have been supported. And it's so difficult because we always say, like, talk to a friend, talk to people. Talk, I was saying earlier, talk to us, talk to your te- lecturers and stuff. But you also do have to rely on yourself. And that's not saying you should put the whole burden on yourself. Like, you should talk to your friends and open up to your family. But it was really nice to see that kind of people had things that they really want to work on for themselves. Um, so some people said pro- productivity. And then someone said being, being more impulsive once things are back to normal, which is true. I feel the same. I feel like I always used to say kind of no stuff because of fear of like having to save money or different things or like feeling like I should do my work. But actually, I do feel like hopefully once life goes slowly back to normal, that people are just going to embrace being happy and embrace doing things for them. 
which I think is really important. Um, someone said they want to achieve a first. Don't we all? Don't we all? To de-stress de more work gets too much. Healthy eating, my patience and treating myself with kindness. And I think that's a really good one as well. I think it should be, yeah, you need to be, it's not even being selfish, but you need to think about yourself. Like I think that's one thing the pandemic can teach everyone is that you need to just do what's good for you sometimes and of course take care of other people and of course talk to other people but also like at the end of the day you need to take care of yourself and I think that's a message you always really push push through and I think we're all learning to do that a bit more because it's it's difficult it feels weird talking about yourself in that way it feels weird saying that you want to look after yourself and love yourself and but I think it's really it's really important especially without the support from university definitely and just to pick up on what you've just said there I often feel as well when I'm like oh I'll do this I'm like oh is that selfish but then I like objectively like is that just not like the basics like is like we should be able to like look after ourselves and make sure we're doing well and without thinking oh I'm being a little bit selfish here and I think it's really easy to fall into that oh, I'm doing something for myself, does that make me selfish? No, it makes you like a normal human being where you have to make sure that you're doing okay and you're doing fine and you're being nice to yourself and you're being kinder to yourself in, in a situation that is unbeknown before. So definitely really pushing the message that you've just been talking about, Poppy. So I read, I read this Instagram post today, actually, and it said, um, it's called Excellent Words, the Instagram account. I think it's really a good account to follow. It's really uplifting. And it was basically this tweet by someone called Joel, Joel Brigham. And it said, I once read that we should say to our kids, you must be so proud of yourself instead of I'm so proud of you because they'll grow up in, intrinsically motivated rather than motivated only to please others. And I think that's so important and so lovely that, yeah, you should be proud of yourself and it shouldn't be embarrassing or you feel weird or co too cocky or overconfident saying it. And that kind of just, I just thought that was really relevant to the conversation we just had. But I think that's really nice, just being able to look in the mirror and just, like say you're proud of yourself rather than looking to other people to tell you that you're doing something good. That it's actually okay to just admit that you're happy with yourself or proud of yourself or that you've done something really good or back yourself. No, I think that's it. I think what you've just said is like perfect. Like we should be proud of ourselves. Like even right in this very minute, if you think you've still got so much work to do and like the workload is so scary and like the uni life compared to like personal life is so daunting yes and like definitely it's something to like work on and to like be very cautious of but the fact that you're here right now and I think we say this time and time again like you have overcome so much rubbish you should be proud of yourself and we should say to ourselves you know what I am proud of myself and I think that's a really really positive and necessary message to finish the conversation around them polls on. So I just wanted to pick up on what you said about how kind of with the time management and your future depiction of your life um how you had kind of planned out when you were getting married when you have kids because I had that as well I do have in my head an age where I still would quite like to have kids because as much as I really do want to really enjoy my job and have my dream job, kids, having kids has been a massive, massive thing for me. That's uh, growing up as an only child and quite a small family. I've always wanted to have a massive family, massive, happy family. Um, so kids has always been one of my major aspirations. And it just kind of reminded me of what we thought we we're going to discuss in semester two. And we'd obviously love to hear from everyone else about any thoughts and suggestions on different topics because we really do want this to be an open and two-way conversation and we want to hear about what you guys actually really care about and what what sort of topics interest you and relate to you the most but one which kind of I thought led on quite nicely from what you're saying about kids is I really want to do a week where we kind of discuss women's menstrual health periods the pill but also endometriosis which some viewers might some viewers <laughs> are we a tv show some listeners might know about already but is a condition which affects one in ten women it's where the kind of lining of your womb grows on the outside I hope I'm getting all the scientific facts correct I think I am but yeah I really want to do a show about that because it's something which is really personal to me um and kind of my aspirations and my future I think it's really important to just talk about kind of the pill as well and the effects it can have on mental health 
I know there's lots of different, like loads of different research surrounding it and loads of people have very different experiences and kind of, yeah, it's like a period edition and, um, and edition where we kind of discuss how that can affect one's mental health and wellbeing as well. Um, what did you want to talk about, Callum? Um, I think there's quite a few things when we spoke at the end of last semester um, about a few things that we had, but something that I'm really keen on is um, possibly even to the end of this semester, I'm really keen on the idea of having a panel of people. I really, to have other people come on and we just have a complete and not a student discussion about our experiences, how we have navigated ourselves. So I think that's really something important. And we've always said that the people that are listening, this is a complete and utter open conversation. That's all we wanted from the very beginning to create this space where we were talking openly and honestly, and we were like hearing more than just our two experiences. So I think that's something that I'm really passionate about, something that I really wanna to work towards um, having um, an open discussion, having a panel of people on a Zoom call so we can discuss and we can talk about our own experiences being in uni during a pandemic and just how we have navigated as students, like pandemic aside, just even students and living away from home or like trans transitioning into like that actual adulthood life and how we have how we have mentally and physically experienced that so that's something that I'm really wanting to work towards yeah definitely and I think if anyone's interested in getting involved they should 100% message our Instagram and not just for that topic and that week I'll read out the kind of ones we had in mind and shoot us over some topics some themes any kind of specific things you want to mention or just if you want to get involved I think we'll we'll do a post where we kind of list the things we we hope to discuss and if any catches your eye please do get involved and message us and say can I be on the show can you mention this here's a good article anything you think is really relevant or would really benefit the conversation is our inbox is always open so the semester two things we had apart from what me and Callum have just said is body positivity just doing a week about that um having a week where we give the show over because we want to kind of do a Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Mental Health show, but obviously me and Callum cannot speak about that topic. So we'd really like to give the platform over to people who can speak about that topic and in a way they feel most relevant or the, in a way which they think will be most beneficial for them. Then we want to do a week on men's mental health, which obviously Callum will take the lead in. And then we'll do my endometriosis, the pill period, menstrual health week, which I've just suggested. Callum's Zoom call with a group of people or panel of people and then perhaps maybe a meditation session. I feel like we can't really be a substitute therapists. We haven't given a little touch of meditation to the to the mix. So yeah, those are our thoughts at the moment. We will post a post on our in post a post. I never know how to say that. You can't really get around that. Post a post on our Instagram about like just highlighting, reiterating those different topics and if you have any suggestions or want to get involved come on the show absolutely anything then please feel free to give us a message Callum I think you need to end this week's show back in semester two and choose another banger of a song which I know you have off your sleeve because you always come much more prepared than I do well I I feel like, and we always say this about our shows, like it has been so long since we've just sat down and had this conversation and like I'm coming away from this and I just feel so much better. Like I don't understand, like I don't think I can like really like truly explain like how just talking makes me feel so much better and I'm coming away from it and I'm like, I'm like that was such like a good conversation and a needed conversation so I'm really happy to be back and I'm so excited for this to go out um, and I'm so excited for what's coming up. And I think the song I'm gonna leave us on tonight is a song that at its core is just being a good person and just being kind. And I think that's the most important thing that anybody can do. And the song that I'm leaving you all with is Harry Styles' Treat People With Kindness. Again, I haven't heard it. Yeah, the, it, it, the song is called Treat People With Kindness. I was like, is it called Treat People With Kindness? <laughs> yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, 
Right, I'm going to check that. That's so important, so important, such an important message. And I think, wasn't it the anniversary of Caroline Flack's death the other day? Yeah. Yeah, and I've been seeing a lot of posts about that. And it's just, it still remains such a powerful message. And true, it's so true. And I think just in every aspect of life, it costs nothing to be kind. It costs nothing to be kind. And even if someone is a worst enemy and they've done awful things to you, be kind because at the end of the day, so much goes on behind closed doors. There is no reason not to be kind. At the end of the day, if someone's been horrible to you, yeah, you could hold a grudge, but actually at the end of the day, if you're kind to them, it says a lot more about them than it does about you if they're continuing to be horrible to you. Like it shows how big you are as a person to be able to just actually be like, you know what? Just don't need to be negative. Don't need the negativity. Just because someone's negative, you don't need to respond back with negativity at all. And it costs absolutely nothing to be kind. So I think that's such a good one to end on. Definitely. I think it's the simplest and easiest message. And in the same breath, that message is not saying, don't have an opinion on anything. It's human nature to have opinions on things and you're entitled to opinions, but that doesn't need to be nasty. It doesn't need to be malicious. It's so easy and just so simple. And it costs nothing, like you said, to be kind. I think that's really important what you've just said as well. Like, of course you can criticize and of course you can call stuff out if it's wrong, but there's a way to do it. And there's it obviously there is a scale, it depends what it is, but on the whole, if you're criticizing someone or noticing a flaw in someone, you can do it in a kind or constructive way. If someone's done something really awful, there's also a way to kind of uphold yourself and either just if they're being really, really awful, just kind of ignore them and spread positivity in another way to make up for like that negativity. And there are just so many different ways to do stuff. Um, and most of it is just driven by being positive and being kind as much as possible. And I always think that that is the best way to try and deal with stuff no matter what. Definitely. And I think I always drive this message home in every single time I talk and we're talking about being kind to other people and then in the same breath, be kind to yourself as well. Be, give yourself that break, give yourself, be kind to yourself, give yourself that leniency, so, yeah, treat people with kindness, treat yourself with kindness, in the wise words of Harry Styles. And with that, we will send you off onto the rest of your Saturday afternoon, evening and weekend.